0: Welcome to the Campus Christian Fellowship Podcast for the University of Iowa, Iowa State University, and the University of Northern Iowa. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Food for Thoughts. My name is Aaron. I'm going to be your host for this week, I'm a host for Food for Thoughts every single Monday night. Again, it's Monday nights at 7 if you want to join in on the conversation. Uh, but what we're talking about this week is the ideal. And uh, it's it may seem like something that's a little bit too broad, but I think we're going to narrow down this focus to something that's uh, a little bit more tangible, a little bit more feasible. So um, we're talking about ideal. Specifically, we, we talked about what is the definition of ideal. Like, what, when you think, we've heard of things described as ideal, but what does that actually mean? Because uh, a lot of times we just grow up, we know these words and we only know them by association and we never actually know necessarily the straight definition. But we decided ideal is um, the standards of, the, the highest standards set by a certain group of people. So sometimes that could be society as a whole and sometimes that could be uh, people in a room and sometimes that could be people of a specific faith or a specific denomination. Uh, but simply the highest standard the um, of the opinion of a select group of people so a couple examples we gave were of uh of society would determine what an ideal picture of a beautiful woman might look like um like the most beautiful woman it has this characteristic and this and this and this simply about like a physical look like society whether we like it or not act determines that as a whole or something about ideal like might be an ideal worship service but specifically for a congregation or a denomination you know there each person has their own idea about how something should look so you know your your smaller churches and especially in some different denominations might say we like local things you know some Churches say uh, we we are cappella, We don't allow instruments. Um, so some churches are like we're gonna have instruments. We're gonna have stage lights and we're gonna have um, crowd lights. We're gonna make this thing a, a party and a concert. And it just all depends on what your congregation wants. There's nothing wrong with either of those. It just all depends on what your congregation thinks is ideal, or what your denomination says is ideal, and or um, or what your community says is ideal but specifically when we talk about the ideal I wanted to talk a little bit about ideal people and very quickly we determined that there is no one category that we can lump people into because some an ideal person is all dependent on a situation for example I don't want a spouse that has that is as ideal as a president I want to hold them to different standards and I want them to be ideal for different reasons. Um, You know, I don't want to, you know, even when you go to work, you wear a different hat as as a worker than you do as a spouse. And uh, when you you know, if you're the president of the country, you lead the office in a different way that you would lead your household. And you know, I don't want a, a best friend that is the same as like, for example, a client. Um, if I'm, if I'm like a, a sales rep rep, or if I'm a client and I, I and I'm looking towards like the sales rep, I, I don't want that to be the same as a spouse. So, so we what we divided it. We what we did is we divided into four categories and said, all right, let's talk about the ideal for each one of these things, so we talked about client, meaning if you're a salesperson, um, how do you want how do you want the client to react? A uh, president, meaning as a citizen, how do you want your president to act? Um, as a best friend, how do you want your best friend to, to act? And how what does your ideal spouse look like? Um, and again, these are, we talked a little bit more about characteristics, uh, especially with spouse. We didn't talk too much about like physical characteristics, uh, but we t- we talked more about just. Um, the characteristics that make up a person. So we talked about um, more so um, character traits and uh, personality and things like that. So um, so it's just something to keep in mind. But let's start off with client. Uh, We talked about client first. And we what we said is let's is from the perspective. So for example, um I I am a DirecTV customer and I called DirecTV last weekend cuz I needed to change some things about my bill. Now, from the other end of the line, for the sales rep, how do you think they would have wanted me to respond? What is their ideal client? And one of the things we talked about too is that uh, this ideal thing is important even in this category only because of the fact of when you when you treat the sales representative with more respect, they tend to treat you with more respect. For example, if you are a complete jerk at a restaurant and something's wrong with your food, they're not going to care so much whether or not you have a good experience. I mean, they will at the end of the day, but they're not going to go out of their way to do something. Whereas if you're a very kind, respectable, polite um a customer that generally tips pretty well, they're going to go out of their way to make you very happy because you'll come back again and they like it when you come back. So so same thing for this client. DirecTV wants to keep me as a customer because I pay my bill every time on month and I, I don't cause any hassle and, uh, and I... Yeah, I'm just an ideal client to keep. But what exactly makes me an ideal client to keep? Well, first of all, because we live in a capitalistic country, we first thing we had to say is you have to have the money to be an ideal client. You know, it's one of those. It's one of those. We don't live in a society, unfortunately, where we could just be like, hey, you know, I really need this surgery, but I can't afford it. Or you know, I'd really like cable, but I just don't have any room in my budget right now. Uh, will you still just give me cable anyway? It, it's not the society we live in because it's c- capitalistic, and not that there's anything necessarily wrong with that. Um, but that's just the society that we we live in and so the ideal client has the money you don't want to waste your time on somebody that yeah well, I'm really interested in having cable but I, I don't have any money so could you get me the hookup anyway it's not a, an ideal client for the sales rep and if that's the case and if that winds up being a problem generally that conversation ends pretty quickly but another thing is, is as a sales rep you want your client to be respectful you don't want to feel berated or you don't want to feel put down or you don't want somebody the worst thing is when you get somebody that calls that's angry and they're stuck up and um, they, they just think about about themselves only not about necessarily how they could uh, have a good experience out of this or how they could uh, manage to treat somebody with respect but That's one of the things we talked about. The other thing we said is we want somebody to be decisive. You know, we don't want somebody on the phone for an hour just deciding. Oh, do I really want cable? Do I not want cable? We want somebody that calls saying, "I'm I'm calling because I'm trying. I'm very interested. I'm very determined to get cable. I'm not going to sit here and oh, let me think about it for for a couple weeks. No, I want you. I want to have somebody that's calling that can make a decision by the end of that phone call. Another uh, character you want—you want somebody that's interested. You don't want somebody that's just calling for cable. Yeah, you know, I've 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 been thinking about it, and I'm just kind of exploring my options a little bit. I mean, that's not necessarily a bad client, but that's just—it's not ideal. You want somebody that's motivated to get, to get to the point that of what to to buy what you're trying to sell. Um, you want them to be understanding. So, for example, I called Directv because I I my bill was was too high, and I was looking at switching plans, and uh, because. There are plenty of other plans out there. Nothing against DirecTV. I have great service with them, but um, I'm also—they're also not paying us to say anything about the, them. But what we talked about was their are uh, they're understanding. You know, you want you—I want to be able to say, "Hey, look, I need you. Can you make my bill fifty dollars a month?" Well, that's obviously outrageous, but uh, and so I need to be so they want me to be understanding that I can't actually do that for you. And then, of course, quick. I mean, ideally quick, because if you're from a sales perspective, um, the quicker you can deal and and get the an obvi- hopefully positive outcome with a client, the c- sooner you can move on to another client and hopefully make another sale. And we talked about presidents. Some things that we want in a president is we want a leader, but we want an ambitious leader, somebody who's willing to take risks, but not at the not at the sake not for the sake of of just simply taking a risk, but making the right choice. We want them to be decisive and. And bold and affirm their actions, but they want we want them to be a leader. They need to lead the cabinet. They need to lead uh, the military. They need to they need to lead uh, foreign affairs. They need to lead uh, the state of the nation. Right? They, we want them to lead the country. Uh, we want them to be honorable. We want them to be somebody that we want to root for. Uh, we want them to be honest. And one of the things we talk about honesty is I, I, I we just don't want to be lied to. Um, specifically, the people in this room like. I, I said I'm personally comfortable not knowing everything that the government is doing as long as it doesn't infringe directly on uh, certain aspects of me living my life as an American citizen but I do want them to be honest I don't want them to lie to me and uh, you know I don't want them to say oh yeah we landed on the moon when ra- when in re- actuality we didn't I'm not saying I don't believe in the moon landing I actually do but um, uh, but I, it, it, but even though I believe that we landed on the moon if we if hypothetically we didn't Um, I don't want the government to just go straight out and say that we did, even though we didn't, that's not something that I want out of a president and a nation. Um, we want somebody to be selfless and not necessarily just be, just to, to think about like whatever decision is going to benefit others instead of myself, because sometimes we, you know, we don't want to push over, but we want somebody that truly believes and and shares the best interests of the nation and puts the best interests of the nations ahead of themselves. Uh, somebody that's willing to make hard choices. We also want somebody that's intelligent. We know, We want to know somebody that we're doing. So, you know, we've probably all seen those kid president videos. And while those are amazing videos and hilarious and just adorable, I don't know that I want a kid as a president. I want somebody that understands the working of government and the working of, of foreign affairs and the working of how taxes actually work and the working of, of all these different things. I want somebody that knows what they're doing. And then lastly is just, we want somebody that's gregarious. You know, we want somebody that that feels relatable, you know. And, and of course, in this day of age, you have to, because you have to campaign and things like that but I, I want somebody that feels relatable somebody that um doesn't necessarily need to be an extrovert but somebody that i feel like i could have a good um, conversation with these are all ideal characteristics for what we said in in a president and then we moved on to to spouse um so uh, ideal spouse is somebody that's that's committed uh, somebody that just says look it's going to be it's going to be you and me and that's it um compassionate forgiving uh we want we want somebody that is uh uh, is going to be able to have an open heart and a warm heart and and just be be being capable of loving. And we want somebody that's kind, you know. We don't ever really seek out a mean people. Um at least long term again thinking spouse. So we don't we don't seek out that kind of, of of harm and hurt. Um we want somebody that's patient, somebody that's willing to uh to take time to work through things um because uh marriage is is something that takes takes time and work and effort. And we want somebody that's willing to put in that time and work and effort and be patient with it and understand that not everything is a quick fix. Uh, we want somebody... This is a word that we struggled with for a while, uh, but we wanted somebody that's accountable. Somebody that can can hold us to our own standards. Somebody that, somebody that isn't necessarily going to be blunt and just call us out on, on everything that they think is wrong, uh, but that's not necessarily not an ideal characteristic. But we, we specifically wanted somebody that if I say... I want to spend less time on my phone than I want my spouse to then call me out when I'm just randomly spending time on my phone. If I, I, want, to, if I want to exercise or, or read my Bible a little bit more, well, then when I come home and I'm sitting on the couch watching TV with a half empty bag of potato chips, then I, I want my spouse to come home and say, well, have you exercised or have you read your Bible yet? And if I say no, then I have to turn off the TV and do that. You want that sort of accountability to be held to a standard um, that, that you want by your spouse. Uh, we want somebody that communicates well because ultimately communication makes or breaks a marriage. And we, and we really want, uh, ideally, somebody that knows how to communicate, um, somebody that does it well, somebody that strives for communication. Uh, we want somebody to be intentional. Um, so we talked about committed versus intentional. So um, committed meaning... Uh, again, just kind of having that I'm with this person and that's it, but intentional meaning not only is it just, I'm with this person, I don't have any of the options, but I want to lean into that. And I want to specifically make this relationship the best that it can possibly be. And that's where we want somebody that's responsible. Um, I want a spouse that's responsible, um, that I know that my bank, that our joint bank account will still have money in it to pay the bills and, and that, you know, my, my spouse did not just go and blow $800 on a shopping spree. Uh, and then we don't have any money to, to pay the bills. Uh, I want somebody that's responsible to know, hey, like these things need to be taken care of. And then there's this we, we've set a budget and now we're going to stick to that or or at least these things come first. And then and then after that is 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 however we're we're choosing to deal with that so then the other thing about best friends so we we decided since your spouse is supposed to be your best friend we weren't going to talk about anything um, that we already listed for spouse and best friend but of course all those things that are in a spouse you would hopefully want in a best friend as well or definitely all the things that a best friend you would want in a spouse Um, but not necessarily all the things that you want a spouse you want out of your best friend as well but uh, we definitely best friends generally want to have similar interests and so a perfect example is like (laughs) Do you like sports, or do you not? Some of the best friends you can friendships that you can make is through the similar interest of, of a sport, um, or lack of interest in a sport. but you have a similar interest in in music, or or movies, or or maybe you just have a similar interest in um, in worldview, or um, uh, or humor. Um, you know, we we see that oftentimes the best friendships are started just because there's a similar interest. Oh, hey, you like this? I like this too. You know, and, and it's one of the things that. Uh, CCF relationships are built upon because it's people who are coming together for the sake of knowing Jesus and trying to grow deeper with Jesus. Uh, we talked about forgiving um, uh, and we talked about that for a spouse as well but specifically, um, I don't want a friendship to be over because of one wrong. Um, I want them to be able to stand withstand conflict. Um, we talked about we want our best friend to be invested in me as a person. Uh, we want them to care about me individually. Uh, they want to be, We want them to be easy to talk to. We want them to be pretty relatable. Um, somebody that you can just call up on a on a on a whim and uh, and and have a conversation with Um, we want somebody who's loyal um, too. we want somebody who um, if I get broken down uh, if my car breaks down uh, on the side of the road I want to be able to call that person and say um, hey can you help me out Um, or if I'm moving um, ideally that person can help me load some boxes into a truck and unload some boxes or Um, we want, we want somebody that is going to be by our side, no matter, no matter what the situation. Um, generally we want our best friend to have some inside jokes with them. We want there to be something unique about, um, about, about our relationship, you know, not just the fact that, uh, that we, we can joke around, but you know, the best friendships have inside jokes. Things you you just learn to, to get over time. And lastly, we want something that's fierce, somebody that's fierce. If I get in, if I get into a fight, um, I want my best friend to be standing right there beside my side. I want him to, if I get, if I am on the ground and getting kicked, I want him to jump in. And even if he's going to wind up, get you know on the ground getting kicked with me, I want him to at least, uh, to at least try. Um, I want, I want somebody that's going to stand by my side through thick and thin. That's not necessarily something we want in a spouse, but that is definitely something I want in a friend. Um, I want somebody who, uh, if, if me and my best friend are out somewhere and uh, and. Yeah, Perfect, like high school, perfect example. And you, you know, you got somebody that's bullying um, somebody, and, and, and I all, all of a sudden I'm getting kicked down. If you're my best friend, I want you to step into that fight with me. I don't want to do it alone. So, we talked about all these ideal characteristics of, of people and different categories of people. And we, we really wanted to land tonight on what does the ideal self look like? What do you want your life to look like? What is your ideal self? We came together with a list, and a lot of, the, and what we noticed is a lot of these things we have in in other people, um, a lot of these things we have in uh, in car- categories of of different roles. So something that you might seek in a best friend, you also have in yourself. Something you might seek in a spouse, you would hope that you also have. Um, something that you would hope in a leader as a president you would also have, something as a client you'd also have. Not necessarily all these things are, are mutual, but uh, but a lot of the things that we have we also wanted out of other people. and uh, And the other thing that we noticed is a lot of these sort of feed into one another. Like you can't have one of these things without having another. Um, a lot of these are are different developments of of well, because you have this, then you have this. Um, or because you've, you're you getting good and working towards that. That's a characteristic that is this. So, um, so an example of that might be that um, if you try, it, it, we want to be positive. That's one of the things we said. Uh, and if we're positive, then generally we can be happy. Uh, not always, but we want to seek happiness. And positivity is a great way to start that road of that. And so uh, we also talked about uh, being dependable. And dependable is something that we want to be. And so uh, we have to be determined in order to be dependable and uh we want to be well-rounded but we have to be stable before we can be well-rounded but those well-rounded but those are both things that we really want so the ideal self um we're determined that was the first thing we said we want to be um set on uh, on ourselves uh, we want to be well-rounded we want to be um not just uh, a a cracker um but you know maybe uh you know we don't want to be something that's bl- bland and and um and only has one flavor but we want to be um you know, a, a a mixed bag that's equally good in, in a lot of things. We want to be uh, stable. Uh, we want to make sure that we have a foundation in life. And we want to make sure that our bank account is, is, is in the positive. We want to make sure that uh, mentally that we're doing okay. And uh, we want to be open-minded. Uh, that's one of the things we talked about too. We don't want to ever be closed-minded and, and so rejecting others. But we want to be open-minded and, and seeking community where wherever we're at. We want to be happy. We want to be positive. We talked a bit about those earlier. We want to be wise. Um, we, we want not necessarily to be smart. I mean, smart plays into wisdom, but we want to be able uh, to be wise, ideally. We want to be talented. Um, I firmly believe that everybody has the talent, and maybe that talent is a singing. Personally, I am not a good singer, um, but I do have talents in other aspects, and, uh, and I think everybody has a talent. We want to just be able to explore and utilize those talents in, in our everyday life. Um, we want to be dependable, we want to be caring and compassionate, uh, but also we want to be conscious of self and having self-care, um, not just caring about others, but caring for yourself. And, and we sat around, and we looked at that list, and and it kind of seemed pretty inclusive, but something about it seemed missing, and we added one last thing at the final that I think really rounds off this list, is is the ideal self has purpose. My ideal state has a purpose in life. Something besides myself that that gives me purpose. You know, maybe your purpose is, is is being a mother, or maybe it's a student, or maybe it's an employee, or maybe your purpose is found in um in your your family or your work, and and hopefully your purpose is found in your religion. Especially if you're listening to this podcast, we really, really, really hope and pray that. But uh, we want a sense of purpose. And so, one of the things we talked about is that. Man, it would be really hard to achieve this idea of the ideal self that we even went to the lengths to say it's probably not ever possible to reach this ideal self. And I want to push back a little bit on that because Keegan brought up a great point that just said, I do think it's possible to be all these things. And and I push back on him a little bit too that said all at once. Um, and we talked about that for a little bit, um, to be all these things at once, to be both stable and happy and positive and wise and dependable and self-caring and have purpose and determined to be, to have all those things at a singular time that, and especially for the long term that seems like a very hard task to accomplish. But, uh, but then Keegan kind of said something that, that, um, that made us change our perspective on if we could achieve our ideal self. And that's, um, no matter how hard we try, um, there's a difference between perfection and ideal. Um, perfection is the standard of there are there. It is either this or it is not. Whereas ideal is is more so um, working towards these things and at least a characteristic of having these things and uh and even though we may not be perfect in all these things if we're still striving towards these things and if somebody would still identify even if i am not the most wise person if i st- if i am making wise choices and striving for wisdom uh then that would be a wise self if even if i am not the most positive person if i am working on positivity and 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 trying to be uh more happy then then that is ideal even if i'm not perfect i'm ideal if i'm seeking purpose even if I don't know my purpose, if I'm trying to be caring, even if I'm not so great at it. That's the true difference between ideal and perfection. And so, um, what's important to notice is that if you are not your ideal self and your list might be different, uh, if you are not your ideal self, then, then that does not mean, uh, anything less of you. Um, if you are not these these things, but uh, but that doesn't mean that we we stop trying. So, what does your ideal self look like? What are the characteristics that you want to look like? I want you to take uh take some time this week and write a list of of what you think your ideal self looks like, and maybe even get more specific than these broad terms. Um, I want to have a job in this field. I want to uh, be compassionate to others. I want to be generous with my money. I want to be um determined in in reaching my goals i want to have achievable and attainable goals but goals that are also while realistic also ambitious i want to be more wise i want to find my purpose what are what is your ideal self and how can you make some steps today to achieve that Hey, thanks for checking us out and spending some time with us this week. Quick reminder if you're a student at Iowa State, University of Northern Iowa, or University of Iowa, we would love to connect you with a campus minister. So reach out to ccf.uiowa at gmail.com and we will make sure we get you connected. Be sure to specify your school in an email. Additionally, if you have questions about anything you've heard today or anything that's on your mind, we would love a chance to answer that here anonymously. So you can also just drop a line there. Again, that is ccf.uiowa at gmail.com. hope you have a great week and please know that we are praying for you